welcome to Spilling with G, the podcast where fierce friends and family will help me serve, drink and spill the tea on the best and my favourite TV show in the whole wide world, RuPaul's Drag Race UK! Hi lovely spillers, it's me, yeah, me alone this week, I'm running solo, I'm running solo, yes that is Jason Derulo. Yeah, it's me this week. How are you all? I hope you're all well. hope you're all enjoying listening to episode five of Spilling with G. Episode five. Um, Just like there are five people in steps. Um, Yes, so this week it's just myself and I've decided all in all uh, for this episode, as I am by myself, to do it a bit differently. I think all of us, all of us will agree listening to this that episode five to be completely honest all in all was a shit show a real shit show so yes i'm gonna do it a bit different this week um i can already tell you the episode name for this is going to be um they've made mother mad because they damn well did um it wasn't quite a you know fucking h&m situation which as you all no, I like to reference every single podcast because it is my favourite moment on uh, Drag Race UK ever. Um, it wasn't quite that, but, you know, RuPaul was pissed. RuPaul was pissed that these people can't come together and do a simple challenge that they have been doing on this series for the past 11, 12 years. So, yeah, so I'm going to do it a bit different this, this time. I'm going to do it as kind of four key moments or themes or motifs or whatever you want to call it for this episode and I'm going to I'm going to start with this acting challenge straight away. It's, you know, it's the reason it's of Rue's rage and I think the thing that I I don't quite understand of these challenges is okay, Rue admits to being not necessarily very helpful in the workroom which is why the outcome of this happened, but actually why are they not getting people to write these challenges? You know, we had Matt Lucas in the first episode and I think that that would have been an amazing opportunity, you know. Little Britain is not politically correct in in a current circumstance, no, no. But he's a fantastic writer and he's a writer of comedy and you see it in Bake Off each week, um, although that's obviously ad-lib. But it just, it baffles me that we are from a tiny island of incredible comedians and, you know sketch shows and uh sitcoms and all of that and I just I don't know I think that that we're missing a trick there we're really missing a trick by not getting some people to come in and and write these challenges and you know they've obviously got the budget to do it they've you know they've got the budget to do these big songs that they're doing in the lip syncs they've got the budget to bring in some people and you know Michelle sits there and kind of directs them but she's not directing them because she's not got proper material to direct them on so it's this kind of ongoing cycle really where I think it's time for these challenges they start to bring in some really clever writers and you know I I think unfortunately this this drag Lexa episode the queens are desperate to have a moment they're desperate to have their much much better moment and I think unfortunately it's clouding the judgments and you know they're wanting that moment that they're they're known for and I think that is incredibly evident with the whole kitty sitting on the toilet thing do I think that she thought that that was clever no I think she thought that that was her moment and I think that that's really sad that kind of the the, it was just utter chaos in both groups and I think that 
to be honest, it stems it stems from wanting to have the limelight and ha- wanting to have that special moment. So yeah, I just I think all in all these these acting challenges, um, well these writing commercial challenges, I think they need a driver, not just a vehicle. So yeah, so that's that's kind of that, and I think from that it stems the biggest biggest thing through the entire episode is insecurity and that stems into two places so you have obviously Scarlett having this ridiculous meltdown to be completely honest with to be completely honest with you I just you know Rue at the the start of the episode says remember who you are remember that funny person I laughed my head off blah 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 and then goes into this stroppy foul teenager you know like Scarlett is what I think 26 27 there are there are people in the room much much younger and they act far more mature and with far more sophistication and I think I think that for me was what upset me as I always thought although Scarlett was an East London queen I thought she had her head screwed on and unfortunately this episode just completely derailed that I think there's also an insecurity um, storyline here between Charity and Crystal as well and you know it's this idea of the challenge takeover and the challenge leader and I think unfortunately Charity comes across as this kind of control freak which I know in every situation I absolutely am and it's why I like to lead but she doesn't come across as a team player and I think that that is vital in her downfall and again it creates this whole friction furthermore with Scarlet it's just the whole episode all in all to be completely honest with you is messy it's funny because drag race uk is one of my favorite shows but i don't i don't feel like i actually really enjoyed this episode and i I don't know i don't know if it's just because i'm by myself this week as well i don't have that bounce back with someone else but i wonder i do wonder if other people felt the same anywho sorry my voice is going which is why i sound like a teenage boy going ah like you know when the balls are dropping and this is the sort of show where balls pop up inside you completely wrong but yeah I just I think all in all this kind of narrative of insecurity is so prevalent and it's just seen in every it's just seen in all of them I think actually I think they all feel insecure in the challenge I think there's obviously this whole insecurity narrative with uh, Scarlet and this idea that you know I I'm used to being the one left out and I'm now coming to a place of being of lots of people who have been the ones left out and I still feel left out and it's that whole insecurity when actually it's just people going do you know what I've made an observation this is your time to fix that and this is your opportunity to blossom and grow from it um, which he doesn't obviously take very very well at all and you know there's obviously there's obviously hard felt in her family that she's had with her mum with her mum her mum you know her mum's been ill with COPD that's that's not easy that's again it's another narrative of like these poor these poor drag queens of a young a young male like watching their their mother like die or like just like be really ill in front of them and it's really sad it's really really sad like you understand where it all stems from but it it's just I don't know, Scarlet's meltdown for me was just, was it, it just wasn't appropriate and it wasn't necessary. And I don't know if I'm just being hard on, hard on her and I'm one of these people I don't, I don't think that that's the best way to go forward. I think there has to be a sense of being pragmatic and thinking, okay, being self-aware and thinking, okay, right, if all these people are saying that, then there's obviously a common thread 
it's not just lots of different threads intertwined into one concept so yeah I don't know I just I found that just a bit much to be honest with you um I'm gonna go on to the next thing so the runway um so they've got expensive hernie um I don't think a UK audience are the right audience for this runway personally I think that expensive can be drastically different for different parts of the country as well like you know for those those shafts out there having a proper juicy couture tracksuit bottom proper velour and pink and rhinestone and everything that would be deemed expensive or that would be deemed like the highlight the pinnacle very like only ways essex for example whereas other people it's going to be that kind of made in chelsea look or whatever or for some people it's going to be regal or for some but I don't know, I feel like these runways categories are actually very broad and I think that actually there would be such more of an opportunity if it was just things like diamonds or sparkle or something like that because, you know, Crystal coming out in that pretty little thing look, although I thought it was absolutely pants, to be honest with you. I mean, the shoes didn't absolutely not match that outfit at all and she had the weird crystals on her face and I, I don't know, it was just all a bit much for me. But quite frankly... That, for her, probably as a 19-year-old, felt very expensive. And that's where I don't think that this particular runway category worked very well. Yeah, like, Kitty came out, and I thought Kitty I thought Kitty looked absolutely beautiful, to be completely honest with you. But she looked like a Bond girl, and I don't think that that was then the same as what the others were providing. So, I don't know, I just found that quite odd. And, I mean, let's be frank, River Medway shit all over everyone in this episode. She looked absolutely bloody amazing and I know that everyone's saying that I'm biased because I like River Medway and she's my little sweetheart of the season but quite frankly her runway look was absolutely outstanding from her makeup to the tip of her toes to the tips of her fingers every single part of that outfit down the runway was breathtaking and quite frankly I thought it was actually really unfair although in the challenge everyone didn't do very well I don't think it was fair that she wasn't at least safe just for that outfit alone and I think that that would have been a real moment for RuPaul to single her out and go this look is absolutely beautiful you are not going to be eliminated tonight your performance was shite but you are not being eliminated because of this runway look so yeah so I don't know I just Again, it for me it adds to this this whole episode of actually feeling really disappointed and not enjoying it. And that's really not like me and it actually really upsets me that that's the case. And the last thing I kind of want to talk about is that, you know, the question of who should go home tonight. Let's be frank. Let, let, let's do the maths. Charity got two votes. Scarlet got four. Vanity got one. Why Vanity actually got one is quite beyond me in this episode. I don't think she was the worst in the episode. I don't think her her runway was the worst in this episode. I actually think that Kitty saying, I'm not a fan of her looks, wasn't, I don't know, it just didn't feel just to me. It didn't feel, I don't know, like it just didn't feel like it was right. I don't know, I just, I don't know, maybe I'm just biased again because it's the whole CR4 thing. But quite frankly, that didn't feel just to me at all. And the continuous common thing, both for Charity and Scarlett, was this kind of the tiredness and the negative attitude and all of that, which is is quite funny because they both said it about each other and yet they were both presenting it to each other. So there was quite a bit of hypocrisy there. But I don't know, I just, out of all of this, out of this episode, I just, the who should go home tonight 
should provide a little bit of spice and a little bit of shade and that kind of ooh moment that everybody enjoys. It shouldn't create absolute bloody chaos and someone walking off looking really, really grumpy in a suit. And I don't know, I just, I found the whole thing a bit crazy. It didn't, it didn't create the explosivity that it does in, in America and yet didn't create the the humour that it usually does in the UK season. So I don't know. A bit disappointed. I don't know. I just, I think I'm actually really disappointed with this entire episode. And how I said it. Can you, can you imagine me saying this? This is absolutely mental. I think one thing, another thing that really kind of came out for me as well was this kind of, it blossomed for me, was Ella and Vanity being the adults in the room. I think, unfortunately, that untucked episode picked out some, some children and it just presented both of them to be worldly and correct in the way that they spoke and the way that they articulated themselves. And yeah, I don't know. I just, I think that kind of, their voice was so needed in that moment and so present. Yeah, I'm really glad it was there. I'm really glad it was there. I mean, I, th- I think that's kind of me this week. I, 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 I was a bit disappointed by Leanne from Little Mix. Like, I don't know, like she she's really cool I just I felt like this was the wrong challenge for her to be on why wasn't she on a you know a a, not the girl band challenge because Emma Bunton was obviously key for that let's be frank but you know she could have been on a dance challenge or she could have been on where is the rusical where the hell is the rusical people where is the rusical where is she not there what is going on I don't know I'm just I'm perplexed by this episode I feel like and, and I, the thing is, is RuPaul was just as pissed off as I am. So, you know, it's not that it's just me being singled out. I just, this whole episode just felt really naff. And I'm really sad by that. And like, you know, even the fact that for the lip sync, you had Big Spender, Shirley Bassey, which is an amazing song. And there's so much potential to do something amazing there. And again, I don't feel like the the lip sync, like, did anything it didn't inspire me it didn't make me go oh god she's a woman or wow or like it it was just very much karaoke and that's just not it's not what I desire it's not what I need I'm really sorry Spillers I feel like I have just been grumpy this whole episode but I don't know maybe that's that's what you need for the next episode to be absolutely bloody wild the next episode of course is the snatch game um, I have a very, very, very excited um, co-spiller with me next week to do that episode. And I know he is very excited to be on, on it. And I'm very excited to have him. You know, also the mini challenge next week is the reading challenge. A- again, this then feeds into that. So, you know, hopefully we kind of get that humour and that explosivity that we want. But in a constructive, non-stroppy manner. I think that's the best way to describe it. But yeah, I think... I think that's it for this week, Spillers. It's just me with a very raspy voice, um, full to the eyebrow with a cold. Um, but yeah, I'm really sorry. I'm really sorry that I've just sat and moaned on a microphone for what are we on now, nearly 16 minutes. But I know, I feel like you guys will feel the same. If you don't know, please tell me, like message me, like tell me that I'm being a prat and tell me that I'm not doing what I set out to do for all of you. But yeah, that's me for this week, Spillers. I hope you all have 
a lovely listen. Hope that kind of riled you up ready for Snatch Game. Because I am so bloody excited by Snatch Game this season. I am so excited to see who they do. I think there is some incredible potential. And I'm I'm really excited to see what Kitty does. I'm really excited. I think she's going to be absolutely amazing. Um, so yeah, I'm excited for that. But yeah, that is... That's me for this week, Spillers. Thanks all for all your support. I can't tell you how thankful I am for all the support you guys have been giving me. So yeah, that's it. That's it for this week. Bye!